Mr. Aronnax, I don't know what horrible thing is out there. I won't risk my ship in the dark. We will wait for daylight, and the scene will change. No one went to bed that night. The next day began with fog, but it soon began to clear. This first good view made me think the thing's length was 250 feet. I figured out it breathed air like a whale. Turn on more steam! We've turned on full steam, sir! Unable to catch the beast, we fired the ship's gun, which used special bullets shaped like cones. I will follow that beast till my ship breaks up. The chase seemed to be hopeless, but it continued until that night. After disappearing for a while, the whale was seen not moving as if it were asleep. We're within 20 feet. I can't miss with my harpoon. When the harpoon struck, the animal's light went out suddenly and two large jets of water flowed over the bridge of the ship, knocking over men and breaking the ropes of the harpoon. A terrible crash followed and I was thrown over the rail and into the sea. Help! Help! I caught sight of something disappearing in the east. It was the ship. I was lost. If my master would be so good as to lean on my shoulder, master would find it easier to swim. I grabbed my servant Conseil's arm with one hand. The crash threw you into the sea? No, but since I am your servant, I jumped in to help you. As I went into the sea, I heard men say, the propeller and rudder are broken. We were in trouble. We decided that our only chance for being saved was by being picked up by one of the ship's boats, which would probably not come before morning when they would have light to see. Some hours later, the moon appeared through the thick clouds. This little light gave us new courage. I looked in all directions. Look to the east. The ship! She must be five miles away and no boats. We stopped moving around in the water to listen. It seemed as if someone answered. Did you hear? Yes, yes. Conseil raised himself half out of the water by leaning on my shoulder. What had he seen? The thought of the monster whale came into my head. The time is past for Jonas to live in whales' bellies, and yet Conseil was pulling me again. Ned! Yes, sir. Were you thrown into the sea by the same crash? Yes, sir. But I was luckier than you. I grabbed hold upon this floating island. A monster whale with a skin of steel. Morning came, and I was about to look at the sub carefully when I felt it sinking. Oh, darn it! Open, you unfriendly devils! Luckily, the submarine stopped sinking. We were quickly taken in a dark room. Here are people who are not very friendly. Don't get excited, Ned, or you may get us all into useless trouble. After some time, lights went on in the room, the door opened, and two men came in. If Master were to tell our story, these men may understand some of the words. By turns, we each told a part of our story in different languages after which the two strangers spoke to one another and left.
we speak to those devils in French, English, German, and Latin, and not one has the kindness to answer. Calm yourself. Anger will do no good. Then a servant came in with dry clothes and food. There is the problem of not knowing all languages, or the problem of not having one language that everyone speaks. Bah! What do you suppose they eat here? Turtle liver, shark steaks, and beef steaks from sea dogs? The dishes are fine china, and the silverware is expensive. They all have a saying in Latin. Changing with change, plus the letter N. Could that be the captain's initial? Our door was always locked when the servants left. And by the third day, Ned was so angry that he jumped away there.